welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking, together we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.atlanticbay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Welcome back to another episode of Lending Forward. I am your host, Taylor Ellard, and oh man, you guys, I have such an amazing lineup today. Joining us from Atlanta, we've got Casey Rutherford and Stacey Wyatt, and today we are defining the modern agent. Welcome. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the industry and what's kept that passion and fire alive in you all this time. Stacey, I'll let you go ahead. Oh, ladies first, by all means. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, happy to do it. All right. So I got into real estate. This is my fifth year. I spent about eight years climbing the corporate ladder, aiming for that corner office. And then I had Irish twins. I had two babies in about one year. And that lifestyle and traveling Monday to Thursday just did not work with our new family. And so around that same time, an opportunity to leverage a lot of those healthcare management skills that I had developed within a commercial real estate company presented itself. So I went through the licensing process. And it's so funny because as I was going through licensing, I remember thinking, I'm on the wrong side of this because the residential was what kept resonating with me. And I kept seeing the opportunity with my skill set and my personality. But I stuck with the commercial for almost a year. And then we were kind of going for number three. And so took a step back. I spent a couple of years wheeling, dealing. I hung my license with a small broker and I did four or five transactions a year for family and friends before I really kind of came back to my roots and felt like I need more. I love to work. I love to hustle. I'm very much a, I want to be a partner. I want to be a breadwinner. I want to elevate other women to that place as well. The same things that I loved about consulting and the mentoring and the serving and helping people grow, I was really able to bring to real estate as well in a way that helped not just some guy in a corner office build wealth, People that were in my sphere and my family and my friends and the people in my community and agents that are aligned with us in business, I was able to do something every single day that had a meaningful impact on a huge amount of people. So that's kind of how I got into it, what I still love about it and what's kept us going here today. I love it. And empowering moms as well is a big, big shout out. If Casey can do it, you can do it too. Stacey, how about you? So similar stories. So I spent almost a decade in the corporate world, mainly because I was told, hey, go to school, get a good job and go corporate. And so I did. It was a great experience. I loved it, excelled at it. Challenge was two things. One is the higher you went up on the corporate ladder, you realize that that person's either going to have to die or, you know, get promoted for you to move to that next level. And then the second thing was, is I always figured, hey, there's better ways to run the business. It's more efficient. And you can say that all you want, but until you're running the show, right, you don't get to make those decisions. So I had a little luck in 2008, the market crashed and I was helped out of that business because we were working for a real estate development firm and we had about a billion dollars of land in the pipeline. And then overnight we were so land heavy, the company had zero money to go uh, finance any of the deals. So the bank actually paid us to finish a couple of the big multifamily deals we were building And I knew I was building myself out of a job. 
because then in 09, when there was nothing left, it's like, well, you know, and we knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, but it was still the finality of it. And uh, funny enough, I got laid off. So it was on a Friday and Trish was, you know, wanting to be the CEO of the family, be at home with the kids. But at the time it was one kid got laid off on a Friday. And on that Saturday and I walked in and she's like, oh, guess what? Child number two's on the way. And I was like, holy crap. So that was my foray into the real estate business. And honestly, at the time, it didn't feel great, but is the greatest. It's probably one of the key turning points that it just escalated from there. I loved real estate. I just was never in a sales position. I just had the business mind. I'm part engineer, part creativity. So I loved the aspect of business. And quite honestly, it was like, at that point, my wife wouldn't let me go back to corporate because she said you were miserable there in a sense, right? And she's like, well, you always said how you know how to do it better. So why don't you go prove it? And then fast forward a decade. And honestly, over the last probably seven, eight years, it was just head down, focus on just building a business a little bit out of this fear, right? Because you have to put bread on the table for your family. And so that those first years was just head down, grinding it out. And then you looked up and got to a place in your career. You're like, okay, take a little deep breath. Maybe we hit a, a summit. And then it's really changed for me now. And this is where, you know, Casey and I connected as our two worlds came together was that for me, I was so focused on the destination and never really focused on the journey. And once I got that, that's when the joy happened and I got really recharged in the business and now extremely focused on helping other agents grow their business and take it to levels they haven't seen. So that was kind of my journey and how I've got just over the last two years, really recharged in the business because it's no more to me. No longer is it just to it's make an income, right? That is going to, to me, business is a game now. Like, and I just am like, Casey, I like to work. And then I've, funny, I was walking on my office the other day and a lady's like, you're always at your office. Like, do all you do is work? And I said, I work a lot, but I absolutely love it. It's who I am. And now I like being around other entrepreneurs like the Casey's of the world to help them grow. It's fun. It's a game. And honestly, it's the legacy building part of my journey that I feel like I'm in now. And I want to help other agents go to that same, that same summit. Cause the farther we get down the road towards you, you hit certain destinations along the way, but the road gets darker and thinner and lot haven't gone there. Cause it's tough. I like getting people in my car, whether as a teacher and a lot of times as a student, because Casey and I were just in San Diego with literally some of the brightest minds in real estate. Well, they've allowed us to sit in their car and go on this journey to help guide us to our next path. So that's my recharge into where we're at in our real estate journey. I love it. So before we dive into Modern Agent and everything that that is, I want to take a step back because what I'm hearing was from the corporate side. You didn't love the work you were doing. Maybe at one point you did, but there was no upward mobility there, right? You were stuck doing the day in and day out. I mean, putting bread on the table, like you said. What is it that you think those people who are in that right now need to hear from you? And what's the nudge? What is that? For me personally, I think I had to take that road to get where I am now. And I wouldn't do it any differently. I do think that sometimes it can be very comfortable and people will stay in those roles too long because they're not betting on themselves. But if there's one thing I know, if there's anybody that you're going to bet on, it should be yourself. If you're going to take the leap and give up the comfort of where you are and the steady income and all of those things, 
People need to make sure that they're taking that leap and aligning their business with people who are going to help them get to that next level. I'm in very the same way is, you know, I was only taught to go corporate and obviously I, I actually enjoyed my work. I didn't feel like I was making as big of an impact, but if we're being honest, I don't know if I've ever left. I mean, you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. They're giving you the car, you got the travel, you know, the golden handcuff type piece of it. But there was that core of me that was just missing. And my aunt was an entrepreneur who grew a very large business. And I worked for her when I was a kid. She was my role model in terms of business and growing it up. My mom was basically a single mom who went corporate. I saw all the shit she went through back in the day with harassment, some other stuff. So I got to see both aspects of it. And I really gravitated towards my aunt. And so for me, it was the entrepreneurial aspect. I, I don't think, like Casey said, I don't think people bet on themselves enough because they like that safety and security, right? And that was good for a time frame when I was young. There was always that core of me that was eating away. And that was the part that, that's the only thing I could ever go back to was the only reason I didn't like corporate was because I wanted to do it my own way and carve my own path and make my own rules. I am not a rule follower where my wife's very black and white. I'm like, if there's a rule, it's meant to be broken. And so I felt <laughs> I was very meant for the entrepreneurial piece and in seeing the life that my aunt enjoyed, she employed a lot of the family. It was just very different. And I think that's from a lot of people, they get comfortable and I get it. There's that safety and security piece of it. I was actually helped into it, but for anybody that's got, that wants to grow a life that they can actually design themselves and not on somebody else's terms, it was just like, it, it had to happen. Right. And I just bet on myself and in some interesting circumstances. And you just, at the end of the day, if you're going to bet on yourself, you better make it, you know, better make it happen. Absolutely. I love it. So much to get where you are today. So now, now that we kind of have a little bit of a gist and a glimpse behind the scenes of who you've become, let's talk about what's next. So right now, you've got to define for us, who is the modern agent? Casey, that's your puppy. You, def- you articulate that better than anybody in our group. The modern agent is someone who understands that the, not just the world of real estate, but business and, eco- and economics, things are changing. There, we don't have to do things the way they've always been done just because that's the way they've always been done, right? And I think that the modern agent understands that they can not only work smarter, not harder, but that there is an opportunity to be within a collaborative environment with people who are... Um, it's the only opportunity to be in a collaborative environment with other people who are financially incentivized to help them grow businesses bigger than their own. And so... My approach to the modern agent is not just saying goodbye to the old school brick and mortar brokerages, but also a little bit to the old school ways of prospecting and and touching our database and generating clients. I think that I'm relatively newer to the industry. I've been in, in it about five years, residential four. And even so, I remember going to those trainings and thinking, wait, do you really want me to go knock an entire neighborhood? And then in like in a pandemic, that's still what's being taught, right? And, and hear me now, like there is a place for door knocking and I, I do believe in that. But I think that telling agents that like, that's the only way and cold calling every single, like going through a neighborhood and cold calling a list, there are just better ways to grow and establish your brand. And so a lot of that is what we talk about within the modern agent. Our brokerage, we are fortunate enough to be 
in a space where we're allowed to build our brand on top of our broker platform instead of having to hang our name underneath a big broker brand. What we're allowed to do is we can use digital media. We can use social media. We can use podcasting. We can use videos, YouTube. I mean, even one-to-one direct videos in a text message. There are better ways to connect with the people in our sphere. And not only do we buy into a modern brokerage, we're going to use a modern approach to serve our clients, get them the most amount of money in the least amount of time and help our agents serve their communities as well. Just going to add one thing to that is, you know, the brokerage world's changed a lot. And I think brokers in the past have done a really good job of training real estate agents where Casey and I really got clear is we're not training real estate agents. We're we're building business operators, people that want to have businesses that can serve their family, their community, and ultimately an exit strategy out of the business. And to me, that's the massive game-changing piece of what we're doing at The Modern Agent. And I love how much you pour into your people. You don't find that very often. You guys are out there going to masterminds, making sure you're bringing the, the innovative, forward-thinking and being able to instill that in your folks, which I can't say a lot of other people are doing. That servant leadership role isn't something that comes naturally, or it should come naturally, but doesn't always to some leadership. So it's exciting to see you guys do that. But when it comes to kind of like that next generation of agents, a new agent, what can they expect to get when they become a modern agent? Well, I guess I'll lead off on that. So if I look at the old brokerage model, right? The typical broker has done his or her time in the business, right? And they may be removed 15, 20 years from the business. So let's call them a coach, right? Well, Casey and I are player coaches. We're actually in the business every single day going through the hard knocks. And I joke, it's like we are building pass off. We're building assets and pass off of the commission hamster wheel. But I think I'll still sell real estate till till I'm dead just because I love it. But I just want the opportunity to pick my path. If there comes a time, maybe, you know, Callie and my team end up taking it over and they, they run it. So from a modern agent perspective, how we're looking at what they're going to get is like, they're going to get a player coach. I'm not talking theory like you get in school. I'm not talking theory of what worked 30 years ago. We're talking what works today in this market because the business is changing at a rapid pace. And how do we, how are we going to instill anything within them if we're not doing it ourselves and completely understand how the game is being played today, because with technology, things have picked up at such a fast pace. What worked even a year ago doesn't work now. So if I had to put it down, it's they're getting the business with player coaches, not just a coach that, you know, said, hey, this is what worked the last 10 years ago. That's exactly right. And just to add on to that, Taylor, before we hopped on, you and I were chatting a little bit about our new agent bootcamp that we've launched in the last few weeks. And so even in that regard, I was on the other day saying, okay, in this offer that I submitted yesterday, here's what I did. On this listing, here's what I'm doing to net my sellers the most amount of money, least amount of time. Here's my plan. And I can talk about it in real time because even when we look at this market, it's February right now when we're recording this, you compare it to what was going on in November, it's different. And so that player coach mentality, like Stacy said, is so important because we really do have boots on the ground. We know what's going on. And I think that makes all the difference in staying relevant and relatable with new agents as they're building a business. A lot of times, younger folks, 
maybe they do want to do it. And especially using those digital platforms and stuff, being able to instill education as you are doing in these boot camps, these new agent boot camps, I think that's invaluable. Not everybody says, oh, I'm fresh out of college. I want to jump to just commission only. But you're truly giving them the tools to be successful no matter what age you, whether you're a career switcher or you're fresh out of college and you're like, my mom was an agent or my aunt was an agent. I think I can kill it too. So let's turn and look at from a seasoned agent's perspective. So what are you trying to train them to think how that mind shift? Because it is a mind shift. You know, somebody who might be used to door knocking or pop buys in our world, kind of gone are some of those days. So how are you giving your seasoned agents the tools that they need to be successful? I think there are a couple of things that we can do. One, in addition to the 60 hours of live training that our brokerage has in the cloud every week, the modern agent group has gone all in on training as well. And our goal is to alleviate some of the training pressures that a team leader might face. And so instead of having to teach their team on inspections or even doing business planning or setting, you know, strategies and goals, that's content that we are covering in our training every single week. And so we're able to take the training burden off. Even new agent bootcamp, they can put their new agents in our bootcamp and take some of, you know, the handholding off of their own plate, which is a great benefit to them. The other couple of things that I love for a team leader, and then I'll let Stacey weigh in because he's been doing this a lot longer than I have, but it also gives team agents the opportunity to build revenue and almost build their own tiny little brokerage team or huge brokerage team to create another revenue stream, even though they're in the team environment. It gives team agents more opportunity to earn more income than they've ever had. And in return, the way that the financial alignment works within our model, I tell my agents, listen, when you come in, this is not the traditional real estate team where I'm going to spend all day long trying to put those golden handcuffs on you and convince you to stay here forever. I don't want to just teach you how to be a buyer specialist. I want to teach you how to be a business owner. And when it comes time and you decide to spread your wings and fly, I hope that you will, maybe you're leaving the Rutherford group team, but you're still going to be in our modern agent community. And all of those years that I've put into developing those agents weren't for nothing because we have that alignment and it incentivizes me to pour into them even more. So for me, I'm not just team leader, but team agents benefit more being affiliated with EXP team leaders because those team leaders are going to lay it all out on the table. I love it. 100%. That's a huge portion. I think the other thing too is, you know, when I got into the business, there was a lot of people I had high respect for, right? They'd been doing it 10 years prior to me. Now, you know, we've had the opportunity to catch up in terms of level of success and business volume. And here's what I realized, you know, your first 10 years, you got head down, all you're doing is plowing and working and growing a business. And then at some point you look up and you realize you had pretty good success. You've got a good business, but what's next? And I think a lot of these seasoned agents don't have an exit strategy. They don't know how to get off the commission hamster wheel. They haven't set themselves up to have a, because it is really hard to sell a you know, real estate business unless you've scaled it to a point. I mean, point Mark Spain just sold his business for a hundred million. Well, it's been grinding out for 25 years. So open multiple offices So what is the exit strategy? So a lot of the agents that I'm talking to now that are senior agents that have a big book of business, they're running off the hamster wheel and they don't know how. And with that being said, within our model is we're showing them how to exit either the business or 
build additional revenue streams that truly give an agent the opportunity to have passive income or you know grow assets that they can exit the business with because that's not present in the current business model. And we joke all the time, and I, you know it's a bad joke, but I say, how many real estate agent retirement parties have you gone to? And the answer is usually none, right? And so what does that look like for agents like that? And oddly enough, I get a lot of phone calls on agents that are trying to exit the business now just to have that conversation. So within our platform and our model, depending on what they're at, you know, most of them are now are looking at a five to 10 year exit strategy. And EXP has built a platform with which you can build your own business, your own brand. But then if you want to participate in rev share stock, whatever it may be, you can still do what you always have done, but now build yourself out of the business. And one of the key things, like Casey said, one of the hardest things in a real estate team is you pour hours and hours into people and grow them up. And then if they just walk out the door, man, that was a two, three-year investment you made. And this particular model has, I want, not, I mean, I've got some really good people on my team, so I need to make sure I word this correctly. I'm in business with some really good people. And if they want to help me continue to build this asset, I want it to be their asset at some point. However, should they decide down the road, their journey means starting their own team. I will fully support them and help them grow a team because if they win, I win, we all win, which is the cool thing about our model. I love it. So not only is it you help educate, you're fully transparent, you talk about their future. So even that's still appealing to a, a new agent, not just a seasoned agent, knowing, okay, you can get out of the rat race and you'll be sitting on a nice cushion. And we will help you with the tools to get there. Correct. If I added one thing to that, this is the one thing I learned. If, and we just, let's put it in modern agent terms. If Casey and my vision isn't large enough for these agents to fit into it, they're not going to want to be with us. So her and I, where I think where we connect a lot is like, we've got a pretty big ass vision. And every time I think I have a big vision, Casey calls me at the end day. It's like, hey, how about we go buy this? I'm like, holy <laughs> crap, that is freaking amazing. Yes. Right. So if we're casting a large enough vision and you can't just cast the vision and not execute on it, cast a large enough vision and show where the opportunity is. If we help each one of them get what they want, then it's just going to continue to push it. And honestly, it challenges us each day to make sure we're growing our vision, vision large enough for it to fit in, whether they're brand new. They, people want to know they have a path because once their vision's bigger than yours, they're gone. Wow. That's awesome. I love hearing about it. And I think just being able to see that it, it's not all, always one size fits all. It'll be something that you're pouring into them. You, we've said it multiple times. So I want to know what's next for the modern agent for 2022. This year, we are really, really trying to go all in on training and community and the in-person events. The great thing about our brokerage is that it's in the cloud, which offers a lot of great opportunities. But we also understand that we're not just in the real estate business, we're in the human business, right? People want that human interaction. And so we're trying to create environments, not just in Atlanta, but we've talked about, you know, popping into some other cities in the Southeast. And whether or not you wear our broker jersey, we want to give back to the real estate community and the agent community to elevate the bar across the board. That's kind of our heart is, is giving back in a really big way and elevating those opportunities for agents, not just in Georgia, but across the country and the world. And then there are a couple of other things in the pipeline, potentially as well. Exactly. Now, if I was just to add anything on top of that is I do feel there's a leadership void 
in the Atlanta market and in other areas that a more modern approach to this business and people don't like leaders, they'll step into the void and fill that void. And Casey and I just feel like that void's there. We have a voice and we want to help other business operators grow businesses that will fulfill whatever they want to do. So that's that's what's in the pipeline. But I'm with Casey. So we're a heavy focus on the training infrastructure and honestly building the community because the community is why I'm here. You know, I didn't come for the stock. I didn't come for the rev share. Do those things. The, the interesting thing, I, I came for the community and learned to help grow a bigger business. The, the interesting thing is, is the revenue share. It's the magic sauce that makes it all happen because they're not paying me. If, I don't, if Casey and I don't help them win, we don't win. And so it's just a beautiful system. So that's what's in it for Modern Agent for 2022. Well, I'm excited. It's going to be a good year. Already has been, I think. San Diego was good. A good trip for you guys. The mastermind sounds like it was awesome. I can't wait to hear what else comes out of that. So my last question, and you know I have to ask it because you're on Lending Forward, is if you had to lend forward one piece of advice for agents that are just breaking into the industry, what would it be? So here it is. I think you have to come into this knowing that you're going to run a business and not be an agent. And you have to be fully committed. I remember there was a point where I wasn't sure. Right. I'd made a, such a big switch. And I actually there was two parts of my journey where I was ready to quit. You have to have your burn the boats mentality of if you're going to make a commitment to do this and change your life, burn the freaking boats. Don't have any other alternative. And if you get around the right people, you can build whatever you want. So just you just have to bet on yourself and push all the chips into the middle the table. And then that's it. I love it. Yep. I couldn't agree more. I I think that going all in is the best piece of advice that I have too. When I hear of agents that are trying to dip their toes in and slowly do it, those are the ones that are going to back out because they're going to expect this get rich quick kind of situation. But what they don't know is that it's not all HGTV. It takes the hustle. It takes the grind. It takes the consistency and the time blocking over a long period of time to build and grow. Yeah, exactly that. Just to be all in. And then I think also to be a student. For me, I've got, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I've got the podcast on. When I'm driving down the road, I'm listening to YouTube videos and podcasts. And I've gone all in being the student forever because I think that's a lifetime task to stay on top of what's happening in our industry and not even just real estate, but leadership and connection and, and just growing a business. So to keep learning, to keep putting yourself out there and to go all in. Well, that's perfect. Education is key. And that trickles over to your your buyers too, being able to educate them. So training with the modern agent is, those modern agents are very lucky. So this is not the last that we're hearing from Casey and Stacy. Thank you both for being on. We will talk with you soon. Thank you, Kayla. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in lending forward. So go lend something forward today.